even if the results don't look like it, if you're doing what you have to do and you have faith, it's going to come out. It's going to happen for you. Fruition. The point at which a plan or project is realized. Attainment of anything desired. Realization. Accomplishment. So my name is Octavia. Everybody calls me Tavy, though. I'm 26, originally from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, but I'm currently living in Miami, Florida. I'm in grad school right now, getting my master's in biomedical sciences, but I've just been accepted into dental school. So I'll be starting dental school in July. Hopefully the coronavirus doesn't affect that. But if it does, I'm still starting dental school whenever we about to start. To me, being creative means just stepping out the box, thinking unusually and going against the grid and do whatever you want to do. This chapter of my life. Wow. I couldn't even name it. Like, it, it got to be a part two. Like, a part two to the book. I don't know if this sounds real cliche, but God's plan, because that's what I would call it. For real, like, God's plan, because it took some time and dedication to get here. Beside time and dedication, it took faith. God's plan, that's what we're going to go with today. The hardest lesson I've learned so far is probably that the people that you think is going to be with you in the end, won't be with you. Even if they start off with you, because everybody's just not supposed to be there the whole length of your journey. And also, most times, like, climbing to the top, like, you got to do it by yourself. And it gets lonely sometimes, but it's okay. The best thing about me is I'm super optimistic, and I can make a joke out of anything. And I mean anything, no matter what the circumstances is. Like, I find a way to laugh. And I think laughter is just healing the other soul. My childhood was, like, pretty dope. I ain't even gonna lie. Like, I wasn't, like, <laughs> like, some may say I was spoiled, depending on who you ask, whatever. My mom and my dad, dang, hold on, I don't want to leave out my dad, but it's more so my mom. <laughs> Cut. My mom was very much an influence in my life. We did something every weekend. We were in sports and we never went without. I don't remember one time in my life that I've been hungry or homeless or anything like that. I have four siblings, three brothers and one sister. But growing up, it was just my younger brother and I in the house because we had the same mom and dad. My other siblings have a different mom, but my mom and dad are married. So I guess y'all can see that family dynamics there. My grandparents are very involved to this day. Like every day after school, we would go over my grandmother's house, the one on my mom's side and the one on my dad's side. My grandfather would pick us up from school. So like just very supportive and very dope childhood. Like Christmas times, we had everything. I remember one Christmas, like my grandma, my dad's mom, she bought us legit every single board game. Life was good and life is still good. I've known for a long time that I wanted to be a dentist. I've always had a gap my whole life. And, like, people used to bully me. I mean, I guess these days it's called bullying. But, like, for me, it just built character. So it was just something, like, that I learned to love about myself. And then, like, I know the importance of a smile and how it builds confidence. So, like, I want to be that person that instills confidence in other people and tell them, like, even though they may have imperfections with their smile, like, it's still beautiful. I graduated from FAMU in 2016, and when I graduated, like, I was done with school. I was like, F school, I don't want to do no school no more. I'm trying to do network marketing. Like, I was trying to do everything but school because I was just so tired. Like, when you think about it, you in school from 3 to 20, 
22, 21, like that's a long time to be in school, like constantly. So I moved to Atlanta with my ex. And then while I was there, like I didn't know what I was doing. Like I was trying to do consulting, like literally whatever was going to bring me some money. Like I was there Ubering, all of that. So I got to one point when I was just like, this not why I went to college. Like I didn't go to college to be picking up nobody in the backseat of my car. So I uh, went back to like dentistry. I was just like, okay, this like, this was my first goal so let's let's go back there so i went online and googled different dental offices within like a 10 20 mile radius of where i was staying at that time and then i just printed out my resume and i went up to different places saying you know i'm inquiring about a position i'm wondering if you guys are hiring so then uh, i went to like 10 different dental clinics and one was like gave me an interview kind of on a spot like here and i'm like okay i had to do like math and shit i'm like damn fuck two plus two no, i'm just playing <laughs> So then I ended up getting that job and like I wasn't making that much money, whatever, but I was just happy to have a job. I literally started at the bottom. Like I was working in sterilization there. That's basically washing all the instruments, cleaning chairs, doing stuff like that. And then when I started working there, like I realized like this is what I really want to do. I started studying again for the DAT. So the DAT is the dental admissions test that everyone has to take to get into dental school. The test is about $400. I took the DAT three times just to get into dental school. So the first time I took it, I did Kaplan. That was like $1,500. So 1500 plus 400 that's 1900 right there. And I spent at least two to $3,000 simply applying to school. Like when you apply to dental school, you have to send out applications like this big website everybody applies to. And I applied to like 10 schools. So your first school is like $206. And every school after that is an additional $108. So you can do the math on that. And then plus that, you got to send in supplemental fees to each school that you apply to, which can range from 75 to to $100. So it definitely wasn't cheap. I literally got denied to every school I applied to the first time I applied to dental school. I'm like, dang, like the, whole, the process is long too, like to study for the DAT. Like you really, really have to study. So I started this in like January and I didn't find out that I didn't get accepted into schools until February of the next year. At that point, I'm like, dang, like I ain't getting into schools. Like I just spent like three thousand dollars down there applying to schools. Like what I'm supposed to do? So I hit up one of my homeboys. He was in dental school. The first year of dental school is called D one year. He was in his D one year at the time, and I'm like, yo, like what I'm supposed to do? I just got rejected from every school. He sent me this lady's email, and he like she the goat. She like Moses. Hit her up, email her. So I email this lady. Her name is Doctor Holloway, and I emailed her in like February. I didn't get an email back until May from her, but she was like, sorry for the late response, but I have a program you can apply to, blah, blah, blah. Before I applied to the program, she sent me this email like May 5th. The deadline was like May 8th. I'm like, damn, I'm like scrambling. Like what am I supposed to do? But I'm like, this is what I want to do. So she's telling me she got a program for me. Like I'm going to do it. So I sent in my application like that night that she sent out the email and I got accepted. So the program is called I Did and it's basically just increasing diversity in dentistry. And they had a symposium at Tufts where they fly you out to Boston and you do like wax ups where it's just like, like a tooth like, and you have to like put some wax on it and make it look like a real tooth kind of sort of. And like you do impressions where they take molds of your mouth basically and just a whole bunch of different things like just a network type of environment i got to speak to the assistant dean while i was there and he told me like if you really want to be a dentist this is what you have to do and he told me i needed to get a master's now i was not trying to get a master's like at all like nothing in me wanted to go back to school to get a master's i just wanted to go straight to dental school but i'm like hey that's what he's telling me to be a better applicant 
that's what I got to do. So he gave me two options, either going to Mississippi College or Barry here down in Miami. And I was not stepping foot in Mississippi to go to no school. So I was like, well, Miami it is. This is May 2018. So I applied to the school. And during that time, my ex's dad, he was like really sick. So I was just like helping my ex and his mom with his dad still. So it was a lot going on. Still studying to take my DAT again. This is the second time. I could have started the summer semester at Barry, but I was just like, it would have been too close because I would have to leave like two weeks from when I had applied. And I was just like, I didn't have time. So I pushed it back to starting in the spring semester. Fast forward to September, my ex is that he's still sick. He ends up passing away and I had to take my DAT like the week before he passed away. Like that was the time frame. So I really didn't have any time to like really focus on that, that DAT. So I did terrible again. The first time I took the DAT, I did terrible again. So I did terrible two times. I'm like, fuck, man, like, what am I supposed to do? But whatever, like, I kept pushing. I still applied to the school. I ended up getting into the school a day or two before my ex's dad died. Like, that was the time frame. It was just, like, it was so close. And as I want to celebrate, it's like, I can't because, you know, like, it's a funeral. So, this is September. By January, I moved to Miami. And I love Miami. Like, I love living down here. So, start school. I've been here since 2019. And it's been amazing. Like, my GPA in undergrad was like a 2.7. Maybe even a 2.6. I ain't gonna say it was a 2.5, but... It wasn't no three. <laughs> it wasn't no three point or nothing, whatever. But now I have like a three point seven. I have one B out of this whole program. I've really been like grinding. I study every day, at least for like eight hours a day. I don't have a job. Like I see me being in school as my job. So if I'm not clocking in somewhere, I got to clock in somewhere. You know what I'm saying? That's my grind. Just studying, studying, studying. Because to me, if somebody tells you this is what you have to do to get there, and you don't do it, you don't really want it. And I really want this. So. I got to make sure I had the grades I need to get to where I got to get to. So through this process, I applied again. Like I told you guys before, they recommend you that you apply to 10 schools. This time around, I applied to three and I got to set them to two of the three. One school I haven't heard back yet from. So I applied to Tufts, which is in Boston, Boston University and University of Southern California. I haven't heard back from University of Southern California. Tufts and Boston are like really good schools. They're not Ivy League, but like they're up there. They have every specialty for dentistry. So it's just like, that's a bonus too. Cause when you're trying to figure out if you want to specialize or what field you want to go into, like you have it there to explore. I was offered scholarships at both schools that I was accepted to, which is also dope because like I was offered almost over 200000 between both schools and scholarships. So, I mean, dental school is expensive, but I also think expensive is relative. My tuition is going to be around 400000 maybe four fifty after the four years are over. So, it is what it is. I mean, this is what I want to do. So, I'm excited. The best piece of advice, I was given this advice in undergrad, and it was to not take anything personal, the good or the bad. It was like, because if you start taking the good personal, you start slacking, you think you're doing too good or whatever, it goes to your head. And if you start taking the bad personal, it's like you get into your feelings and you become too emotional. So it's just like you have to find a meeting and coast through and just like really have tunnel vision you don't take whatever anybody says personally it's like oh thank you or okay you know i appreciate what you said but i'm not gonna listen to that just live your life while i was an undergrad i lived in brazil and i also lived in hawaii brazil was very i'm a very spontaneous person please just never tell me i can't do something because then that's gonna make me want to do it even more so this story is even more random so i'm on twitter one day scrolling on my way to school (laughs) 
this is 2011 to no 2012 this is 2012 i'm scrolling on twitter on my way to school and i see one of my homeboys post something like if you're interested in going to brazil come to this office i'm like bet <laughs> so i go there like i inquire about the scholarship it was like it's a five thousand dollar scholarship to go to brazil for i think it was like six months or eight months or well i don't remember how much many months the scholarship was for and it's just like you had to learn a semester of Portuguese, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. So I'm like, bet. I applied for the scholarship. I end up getting awarded the scholarship. So through that time, like I didn't have a car at that time in undergrad. So I had to actually go to school like every day still because I was a biology major. So my my courses was hard. Like it wasn't no chilling. Like I was legit studying every day. Like my friends would tell you like out of everybody, I was the one for real, for real that studied. And then after school, I would have to go to learn, like, my Portuguese class. And that wasn't a part of, like, the curriculum. Like, it was just something I had to do to obtain my scholarship. So I was there every day, like, learning Portuguese. I called my mom. I was like, Mom, I got something to go to a program, and I'm going to Brazil. And she's like, Brazil? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to Brazil. And she had just watched Taken 2, so she all freaking out and stuff like that. My dad was just like, okay, have fun. <laughs> By January, I was in Recife on the east coast of Brazil, like living it. I was 19 at the time. I ended up living there for nine months. And it was very humbling. Like if you ever want to be humble and get out of your first world problems, just go to another country and you're going to be like, wow, like we really live differently here in the U.S. Like I didn't have a hot shower for months because they don't have they didn't have hot water there. You got to wait for water to be brought to you. Because you can't drink the water out the sink. I mean, I don't drink fossil water anyway, but still, like, if I wanted to, I couldn't. Aside from that, I was very healthy. I just ate fish and chicken basically every day. Fresh fruits every single day. I drank a fresh coconut every day. I had... Everything was fresh. Like, it was just so differently. And it's just... It's such a smooth way of living. Like, I would move to another country. I would still have dual citizenship because I wouldn't want to give up my U.S. citizenship. But it's just very relaxing. And very, like, just go with the flow type of living. I also rode the bus every day. And that was different for me, too. Because, like, even in high school, like, I would get dropped off at school. So, having to ride the bus, like, that's my only way of getting around. That was different. It was a lot of times I'd be hungry, though. Because, like, people don't eat the way, uh, like, Americans eat. And I'm like, damn, I want a cheeseburger or something. And it's just, like, they don't have, like, McDonald's. Like, Wendy's not staying up in the floor. Chick-fil-A. I mean, they don't got Chick-fil-A. It's just like certain stuff we take for granted that other countries really don't have. Crime. <laughs> I feel so bad that's the first thing that comes to my mind when I think of my hometown. But like when you grow up in an environment, it's so easy for your mindset to be tainted and for you to just think negatively of it, unfortunately. And yeah, family. <laughs> they criminals too. <laughs> it's a utopia. It's really a utopia. Like I love that place. Like you really go to you move to Tallahassee and you go to FAMU and you go there like thinking you know something. And you realize by the time you graduate that, man, I ain't no shit, but like I know some stuff now. You become so prideful of your culture. You become so prideful of your family, the people you're around. Like you, you surround yourself with people who have similar goals. And I love that place because it's like 
when you go out, I don't have to worry about like looking over my shoulder. I'm not thinking somebody about to rob me. I'm not thinking I could possibly get shot. I mean, those are always possibilities of happening, but it's just like, it's a city where people are going there to get somewhere else. Like it's not a final destination for, for many people. They just trying to go to school and graduate. So you like, ain't nobody trying to be on no bullshit. Like we just trying to have fun and celebrate something at this point, or just be happy the week is over and we can be closer to graduation and be closer to our goals in life. I love Miami. So backstory on Miami. The first time I've ever came down here, I was 15 and I came down here for Memorial Day weekend. So <laughs> I went with my best friend and her sisters and her cousins and aunties. And my parents let me go because they thought it was like a family vacation. Like they didn't know, like I didn't know either. Like my best friend was just like, you want to go to Miami? I'm like, yeah, like I'm always down to go somewhere. So my parents let me go. I come down here and it's like really no adult supervision. Like we was legit having a great ass time as minors on Ocean Drive, like just living it up, taking pictures. When I get back, somehow I still don't know to this day who snitched on me, but somebody told my dad and he like flipped the fuck out. I mean, he told me I look like a hoe, blah, blah, blah. I can't do this. I can't go nowhere without my parents unless I was for AAU or a family trip or whatever until I was 18. Like, with that in my mind, I was like, I'm moving back to Miami one day. And 10 years later, I moved back to Miami. And I love that shit. It's so many cultures down here. It's really a melting pot. Sometimes I be having to remind myself I'm still in the United States because it's just like you go somewhere and all you hear is Spanish and people be looking at you crazy because you don't speak Spanish. And I be like, gee, like, you know, we still in the States, but I mean, it is what it is, but I love it. I love the palm trees. Oh, one day I ran over a fucking iguana. It was big too. It was like, I was like, oh shoot, the lizard. <laughs> they look like dinosaurs. He was just like running out in front of the car. Like I couldn't hit another car and boy hitting him so he just got it so hope he okay to this day but whatever <laughs> wonder by Kanye West if you know what it feels to find your dreams come true <laughs> let me make sure wait cut it says and I wonder if you know what it means to find your dreams come true. To really be grinding and then get to a point where you start seeing your dreams like happening, it's just, it's so heartwarming. Like, it, and then like, I live in a state of gratitude all the time. So like, I'm always grateful. So it's just like, I've been really working for this, this whole becoming a doctor, have DMD in the back of my name or at the end of my name. And I'm almost there. Like I, I have four more years and then I'll be a doctor. I've really drank about this. I work for this. I pray for this. I'm actually scared. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. And I'm sorry if this is my fault. Because like a couple years ago, I was like, God, before the world ends, can I please just get into dental school? And like, <laughs> here I am into dental school and shit just going crazy. So I had to talk to God like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, this ain't what I meant. You feel me? So, <laughs> yeah. What do I want to be remembered for? Honestly, y'all don't even got to remember me. <laughs> like, you really don't. That's like, you know, something I never thought about because it's just like, I don't do stuff. I don't want to say people do stuff for others, but like, when, I, when I'm when i like doing stuff, like, I just do it because I want to do it. Like, I don't care who's watching. I'm doing it for myself. I guess someone who's always been kind to people 
who looks out. Like, I always look out for people. Like, that's one thing people would say. Like, I'm always looking out for them. Like, it's crazy. Like, I say I live my life in gratitude. And, like, I'm always looking out for people. But, like, the day I got into dental school, my friend texted me, like, are you hungry? And I was in biochem, like, starving. I'm like, yeah. And, like, she cashed at me some money. She cashed at me $10 because she was just like, you always look out for me. So, like, the least I could do is you know, like, give you some money for lunch. And then with that, I was like, dang. So I had another friend going through some stuff. Like, she probably need help. I sent her some cash. Like, somebody just blessed me. So, like, let me bless you. And legit, a couple of, couple hours later, like, I got a phone call saying I've been accepted into dental school. And it's just like, I just be grateful. And I just want to, like, make sure if I got something that the people around me got stuff. So I guess people can remember me as someone who's always looking out and making sure, like, that my friends are straight. What's next for me? So I will be moving to Boston in July. So now it's kind of like I'm in limbo because I really need to go apartment shopping or hunting or whatever you call it. But it's like I can't go anywhere. Well, none of us can really go anywhere. So it's kind of it's kind of difficult. Yeah, I'm supposed to be graduating in May as well. But, you know, graduation is canceled. And I'm not really too upset about that because I already graduated from undergrad. I'm looking forward to graduating from dental school. But my parents was really looking forward to it. So I have to understand that like they they're invested in my career as well so like to them it's a a milestone as well so I'm kind of sad that they don't get to see me like walk across the stage again because they were excited to see me graduate and come down here to Florida but yeah the next thing is me moving to Boston and yeah y'all gonna y'all gonna see this first day of dental school picture with me my scrubs on that's what I do know I think my whole process of me being accepted into dental school has been something that came into fruition. This summer, while studying to take my DAT for the third time, I legit studied from July to October every single day. Every single day for 8 to 12 hours a day, I studied. Whatever, well, I don't care what was going on. Like, it wasn't no summer for me. Like, it was no type of, the only thing I thought about every day was studying. And when I was not studying, like, I was, like, beating myself up. Like, why are you laughing? what you laughing for? You ain't studying. Like, it was like something like that. And I'd be like, yo, chill brain. Like, I couldn't even sleep some nights because it's just like, you need to study, you need to study, you need to study. And I had to tell myself like, well, if you can't sleep and get no rest, your brain not going to work and you can't retain information. So you got to go to sleep. Like, meditation was key for me. Prayer was key for me. Like, just making it through that process. But after all those months of me studying, all those hours I've studied, I did not get the scores I wanted for my test. Like, and I was so upset because it's just like, I put the time in. Like, I really studied for this. And I was just like, I still didn't get the scores I wanted. And I done paid $1,700 for this test prep. And I'm like, dang, man, like, what's going on? So my overall score was like a 16. And that's the minimal, like, you can get basically getting into dental school. Like, people out here getting 22s. 25s like and I'm like dang so like if I don't get into dental school this time like I don't know what's gonna happen because I'm not taking this test again and I end up getting into my top school and two to three schools I applied to so like to me that's just fruition staying the course and praying like doing what you got to do because like even if the results don't look like it if you're doing what you have to do and you have faith it's gonna come out it's gonna happen for you